Welcome to the Schwab Market Update podcast, where each trading day we recap key market results and statistics. I'm Keith Lansford, and here's a summary of what happened today, Friday, December 15th. U.S. stocks ended mixed Friday, but the S&P 500 index and NASDAQ composites still extended seven-week winning streaks behind encouraging signs on inflation and the economy, and beliefs the Federal Reserve will pivot to interest rate cuts in 2024. The Dow Jones Industrial Average posted a record-closing high for the third straight day. This week's rally was driven in large part by the Fed, which ended a two-day policy meeting Wednesday with no change in benchmark rates, as expected. The Fed also updated a forecast that suggested three rate cuts next year, a more aggressive easing campaign than the central bank projected a few months ago. Earlier Friday, New York Fed President John Williams dampened market enthusiasm to some extent, telling CNBC the Fed isn't really talking about rate cuts right now. Nonetheless, the combination of easing inflation pressure and ideas interest rates have peaked has the market poised to close the year on a firm note. Joe Mazzola, Director of Trading and Education at Schwab, said the mixed and somewhat sideways performance to end the week indicates the market may be heading into a consolidation phase, with trading activity likely expected to taper off during the final two weeks of the year. He added that the sharp decline in Treasury bond yields over the past month has been one force behind recent equity market gains and that yields may continue to influence stocks over the near term. The stock market may need to take a breather for a bit and consolidate, given the sharp rally in riskier assets over the past month. The rally has elevated many sentiment indicators into extreme optimism territory, Joe explained. Bond yields, he added, still bear watching closely. Much of the drop in yields reflects disinflationary data over the past two months and the expectation for multiple Fed rate cuts in 2024, Joe stated. The prospect of rate cuts next year was all but confirmed by Fed Chair Jerome Powell's comments after the Fed policy meeting two days ago. Here's where the major benchmarks ended. The S&P 500 index was down 0.36 points at 4,719.19, up 2.5% for the week. The Dow Jones Industrial Average was up 56.81 points, or 0.2%, at 37,305.16, up 2.9% for the week. And the Nasdaq Composite was up 52.36 points, or 0.4%, at 14,813.92, up 2.8% for the week. The 10-year Treasury note yield was down about 2 basis points, at 3.911%, and the SIBO Volatility Index, or the VIX, was down 0.20 of a point at 12.28. Shares of banks and other financial companies were among the week's strongest performers. The KBW Bank Index, which includes Bank of America and Citigroup, as well as several regional lenders, gained 8.1% this week. Small-cap stocks continued to close a gap with large-cap counterparts. The small-cap Russell 2000 index fell 0.8% Friday, but still gained 5.5% for the week. In other markets, the U.S. dollar index strengthened Friday, but still fell 1.4% for the week and touched its lowest level since early August. 
The drop may reflect expectations U.S. interest rates have peaked, which prompted some investors to shift away from dollar-denominated assets in favor of other countries with higher yields. As far as stocks on the move, Boeing rose 3.1% after UBS analyst Gavin Parsons raised his price target for the aerospace company to $315, up 40% from his previous estimate, citing strong November deliveries. Colgate Palmolive rose 0.9% after Bank of America analyst Brian Spillane upgraded the consumer products company from neutral to buy and raised its price target, citing expectations for stronger sales growth the next two years. Costco Wholesale rose 4.5% after the retailer posted stronger-than-expected quarterly results. Darden Restaurants fell 0.4% after the company, parent of the Olive Garden chain, posted mixed quarterly results. Lennar fell 3.6% despite the home builder posting quarterly results that surpassed analysts' expectations. Roku fell nearly 7% after Moffat Nathanson analyst Michael Nathanson downgraded the company from neutral to sell, citing beliefs the stock may be overvalued after a recent rally. Scholastic tumbled nearly 12% after the publisher and distributor of children's books posted a drop in year-over-year revenue and lowered its full-year earnings outlook. And Tractor Supply fell 3% after Bank of America analyst Jason Haas downgraded the farm and garden equipment retailer from neutral to underperform and cut his price target, citing expectations demand and pricing headwinds will pressure profits. Next week's earnings calendar includes shipping giant FedEx Corp., which is expected to report quarterly results Tuesday. FedEx stock ended the week at its highest level since July of 2021 and has gained 62% this year, compared to a 23% gain for the S&P 500, in part reflecting investor expectations the company's recent cost cuts will boost profit margins. FedEx is expected to have earned $4.14 per share in its previous quarter, up from $3.18 a year earlier, according to NASDAQ. Wednesday's quarterly earnings releases are expected to include top semiconductor company Micron Technology, as well as BlackBerry Limited, General Mills, and Winnebago Industries. Nike is scheduled to report results Thursday. In addition to the bullishly received results from the Federal Open Market Committee meeting, this week also included a stronger-than-expected retail sales report Thursday and relatively tame inflation readings in Consumer Price Index and Producer Price Index reports. Altogether, this week's developments painted an encouraging picture for investors, reinforcing beliefs that after months of decelerating inflation, the Fed has likely concluded a historically aggressive tightening cycle. Investors now widely expect the Fed's next rate move to be a cut, possibly in early 2024. Additionally, investors have grown confident the Fed may be able to manage a soft landing for the economy. Kathy Jones, chief fixed income strategist at Schwab, said bond markets have been anticipating a Fed pivot in 2024, but the updated Fed forecast earlier this week and subsequent comments from Fed Chair Jerome Powell were confirmation. Powell's comments seemed to take any talk of one more hike or the prospect that rates would be higher for longer out of the conversation, Kathy said. 
Now it's just a matter of how many rate cuts and how soon. Kathy expects three rate cuts next year, starting in May, noting that the markets are already discounting more rate cuts and a soft landing for the economy. Late Friday, futures traders priced 62% odds the fund's target will be 25 basis points lower following the FOMC meeting in March, down slightly from 65% Thursday, but up from 43% a week ago, according to the CME FedWatch tool. Economic reports next week include next Friday's personal consumption expenditures or PCE prices for November. The PCE is the Fed's favorite inflation indicator and has eased steadily most of 2023. In October, PCE was flat month over month, while core PCE, which removes food and energy, was up 0.2% month over month and up 3.5% year over year. That was an improvement in annual core PCE growth from 3.7% in September. This has been the Schwab Market Update Podcast. To stay informed, visit schwab.com slash market update or follow the show for free in your favorite podcasting app. And if you like what you've heard, please consider leaving us a reading or a review. It really helps new listeners find the show. Join us for another update Monday. For important disclosures, see the show notes and schwab.com slash market update podcast.